Welcome to another episode of Talk of Tonawanda. The views and opinions expressed on this program are those of the hosts and guests only. I do not represent any other individual or organization. Episode 11, the big 1-1, one, one, Carl. I, I think we should have made a cake or something. We brought something in. Just something to, you know, really highlight this moment. Did you bring a cake? No. Twinkies? Stale, stale candy in your pocket? I, anything? I have a brownie somewhere rattling in the back of the truck, though. Okay. Is it a brownie, or was it there you discovered it after you took the dogs to Definitely the a brownie. It was one of those hostess brownies from... Oh. Uh, one of the local stores. Well, if you if you have your AIOB, if it's been around for a while, we can actually stick a little hole in it, maybe get a candle there and, and celebrate. Well, well, you know, thanks for being here with us, Carl. How, how do we thank how do we thank our, our dedicated audience from around the world? What do we do? We give them what they ask for. And what they ask for is more news and events from the city of Tonawana like we've been delivering the past ten episodes. This this is about Tonawanda? Absolutely. Oh. oh, okay. Well, you know what? Well, you know what? It's not just about Tonawanda. You know that I do like to make sure that we are up on our national days, and this this is where I like to start. And this one, this one is near and dear to many people's hearts. It's after St. Patrick's Day, but but today is New Beer's Eve, according to the national calendar. So tomorrow would be New Beer Day? I believe tomorrow would be New Beer's Day. So you got to throw out all your old beers, put them on the front porch in a bag, put Frank's name on them, um, include some bacon, and we'll get rid of that so you can celebrate New Beer's Day. But this is New Beer's Eve. That is new. It that is, is new to me. It is new, new Eve and a new, a new day. Do you have any Scottish or Irish or Gaelic in your background? In my background? Yes. Oh, heck no. No. Well, well no. I mean, this day is not for you. This is... No. National Tartan Day. Tartan Day. Tartan Day. And those, those are the patterns that they wear on their kilts and, and the little plaid things so they could yeah. identify themselves from. Yes. It's not a plaid, it's a tartan. tartan. It's a tartan. So, what was the purpose of everybody having a different tartan? It identifies. I'll call it plaid because that's what it is. Each, each pattern actually identifies a different clan. And there is one for, for, for uh, my side, even the Irish side, and of course, um, there, there are tartans that are out there. The McLean tartan is a very popular one that people see. The one that's green and black, black with the little yellow threads and little red threads here, that is a uh, that is McLean tartan. There's a lot of those out there. Does it have a big question mark so that people can just say, why? You know what? They are comfortable and very freeing. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to stop there. We're not going to go beyond that. Do you like caramel popcorn? No, I... I, I detest caramel well, popcorn. You with, cannot wear a tartan, and you, you are not allowed to celebrate National Caramel Popcorn Day either than I guess. Well, that's okay. That, that doesn't bother me. Do you like reading? Yes. The railroad or the book? Both. When I'm playing Monopoly, I always go for the railroads first because it's, like a, it's almost like a 15 16% uh, land on them. That's true, but that was kind of a trick question because it's actually oh. pronounced Reading Railroad. I learned that. I was down in Reading, Pennsylvania a couple of weeks back, and I said, Reading, they went, y'all not from around here, is ya? 
And uh, they let me know, and I apologize. I got the name wrong, but it's Redding. Redding. Uh, but no, uh, for reading, however, this is National Library Outreach Day, and it is National Library Outreach Month. And that's something we haven't talked about much. We have a wonderful library here in the city of Tonawana. It's yes. right there at Roosevelt in Maine. Yes. Um, and 33 Main Street, as yeah. a matter of fact, is the address there. And unlike some other libraries, we have hours open six days a week. I'm going to give you the hours real quick because they vary day to day. Monday night at 8, Tuesday 9 to 5, Wednesday 9 to 3, Thursday 9 to 8, Friday 9 to 5, and Saturday 9 to 2. And, of course, on Sunday they are closed. But they have all sorts of different resources. Well, when was the last time you were down there, Carl? Uh, I was down last week. I went in. I was looking for a back issue of the New Yorker magazine. And they had it. I found the article that I needed, and I copied it, and it was a smooth transaction. But I think that you're only mentioning all this library business because... Do you have any overdue books, Frank, that are tucked away? I will, will neither confirm nor deny um, any, any such uh, background in that. And uh, I resent your implication. I don't think I do. Well, well I today, don't think I do. today is your lucky day because I can tell, Frank, there might be a couple of Maybe. the old uh, volumes you know, going back some old uh, technical books or such. Mad Magazine, very technical. Okay. Very technical. All right. But as of as of today, fines are ending for overdue books at the library. All the, all the Erie County Public Libraries have announced it's no more fines for overdue materials. That's your, your cassettes, your VHS tapes, your records, your books, your videos, your CDs. You know why? You forget to take back a CD, and after a while, they probably go, listen, the fine's going to be as much as owning it. So, Well, and, and that, that might be true, but it's like a permanent come back, give us our stuff back. They've even wiped out all the past fines that are on the books. So so your record is clear. Clean. So if you, if you get pulled over by the troopers, they will not find any more overdue book fines on your permanent record. They will not. They will not, and I think it's a great thing because a lot of people just did that walk of shame when they had a few books that were overdue maybe a couple uh, couple weeks, months, or years in some, in some cases like we've always heard of, you know, like somebody finding, uh, you know, a Nemo, book at, Nemo, yes. finding a book, and it, oh, and the, it's embarrassing to bring it back because it, the fine would be prohibitive. This, go, this goes back probably a couple of years when they were thinking about doing more and more of these like uh, fine free days. Mm -hmm. Bring us the material. We'll let you you know continue on with your uh, borrowing habits. Well, they, they need the material back, whether you own a fine or not. I mean, it's not like they're going to let you out of the building if you didn't pay the fine. They need the material back for other people. So sure just a good thing. Do, do you think they can do anything about that lunchroom incident on my record from back in seventh grade, or do you think it's just library fines? Because they're a powerful place, and I just, I just don't know. I, I, I don't know if the Erie County Public Library would have anything to do with your mischievous uh, beginnings. We, we should inquire just, just, just to find out. All right, out well, then, you know when sure. you can inquire about that? Go tomorrow, between 10 and 2. Our Assemblyman Bill Conrad will be at our library, City of Tonawanda Library. So introduce yourself uh, to the library staff and tell them you may or may not have had in the past uh, a overdue book here or there and where if you did have such material where would it go 
You might be better off just using the night drop, Frank. Yeah. Just so you could re- remain anonymous. Let me, let me send this out to my wife. Honey, that, that box in the attic I told you not to ever go into, um, I'm going to get rid of that tomorrow. You don't need to ask what's inside, but we, we finally have a path to get rid of that. So Perfect. Um, you can stop asking. All right. That sounds, that sounds like a confession. So there you go, folks. It's more of a, okay, it's a confession. Right. Um, there is one more week that we have, and without it, without it, literally all of us would just be stepping in it all the time. And there's a week, there's a day, there's a month for everything. This is National Pooper Scooper Week. And it's just and and how timely? I I'm sure there had to be some sort of a manufacturer's things behind this. We're really grateful for the folks that had invented that, uh, but that is there. Yeah, you know, I'm making light of it, but you know what? If you're funnier than I am, which is not hard to do, that's true. Uh, you can. Uh, our our mailbag uh, reflects that as well. It, it does. It does. Our mailbag um, and uh, loaded with letters and emails. It, it every, is every day. It is. It's like what's with the bacon? What's with this Frank yeah, guy? They don't and uh, what is the meaning of life? The meaning of life is bacon. So you kind of answer your own question. Perfect. We have an outlet for. Uh, our, our budding comedians coming up here in the city of Tonawanda. We do. Our, our own T.C. Wheelers. How nice. Yes. T.C. Wheelers is going to have an open mic comedy night. And I don't have the courage to go up there. I have a face for radio and the courage for radio as well. I just yes. don't have the... You, like yeah. the unknown comic. You could wear a bag. He was a big hit back he in was. the day. He was. He yeah. was. And and I think he still wanted, though. There were some other things that happened. Oh, so maybe that, that's I don't want to be bag. implicated. That's going to be coming up on the 11th of April, uh, just around the corner here at 9 p.m. at night. They do ask uh, that you get in there early enough to sign up. 8 o'clock is when they're going to start sign-ups. Okay. couple of rules. Got to be 21. Okay. Well, it is a bar or restaurant, yes. And uh, you got to be funny. That's not their rule. That's my requirement. They, theirs is only that you sign up and you got to be 21. I want you to be funny. Is, is there a hook for any of the participants, perhaps? No, but along with the uh, general admission, I guess they are handing out baskets of rotten fruit. Um, so just be careful. No, no, that's not true. Uh, the other thing that they're doing, which is really cool, every participant is going to get a special little gift, courtesy of T.C. Wheelers. Well, that's nice. Uh, as a kind of a thank you for coming in and sharing your ha-ha with the community. Very good. And this, this might be uh, the start of something great for somebody's uh, career. Who knows? It, it could be. Yeah. Could, the, the next unknown comic might come out. Maybe they're maybe instead to be their own person. Maybe they instead of wearing a paper bag. Maybe they wear a box. Uh, plastic bags are not recommended. No. They are even labeled. They do, these are not toys, not toy. so don't play with those. Um, so, uh, but yeah, I mean this this is actually kind of neat. And while you're at TC Wheelers, try these stuffed peppers. Oh, they're to die for. They are exquisite. They, they are, are really good. It, it's possibly one of the best stuffed peppers that you can find. And, and I need a stuffed pepper snob. They, and those are delicious. They are fantastic. And we received no food based upon that, that, that little bump that we just gave there. It's not forbidden if you decide to, but that was not the purpose. They really are. They're, they're quite wonderful and well done. Yeah. And uh, those, those are they not... Do, they, they do a great job. They host parties over there, and uh, they're very accommodating to little groups that you know could meet in their, their front area. We, we should have a couple folks from TC Wheelers. We had Joey in last week yes. from Joey's place, and I uh, just got off the phone with Joey, and believe it or not, he... Now, here's an Italian. He just finished making fresh homemade galumkis. Okay. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, pigs in the blanket, stuffed cabbage, whatever you want to call it, 
uh, Golumkis. And I'm like, wait, wait, Joey's place, Golumkis. So I'm thinking, you know, uh, you know, honey, don't don't put the TV dinner in the oven for me. I might be grabbing something else tonight. Wasn't he fun last week? He was. He was a he's great a guest. Very personable guy, and he's like that in person, not just on the radio. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, maybe he's warming up because North Tonawanda's got their annual event coming up. COVID is definitely over when you can say Dingus Day Parade. Dingus Day Parade. When are they doing the Dingus Day Parade? Uh, that's coming up on the 18th okay, of April. Because it would be Dingus Day. That, it would be Dingus Day. you got to bring out your pussy willows and, and uh, please keep the beatings to a minimum. Uh, although I realize that's a tradition. Not not the best thing. Squirt but, guns, squirt yeah. guns, water. Squirt yeah. guns, sure. That is that is caramel they, corn. That, no caramel corn. They they do have a great traditions. Uh, if you want fun. to participate or have more questions, we got a phone number for you: seven one six nine zero nine five five nine zero. Again, seven one six nine zero nine five five nine zero to get a hold of the folks that are conducting the Dingus Day Parade for North Tonawanda. The muster point, not muster, that would be more St. Patrick's. Uh, the muster point was going to be on Oliver Street at Wheatfield, Great. and the lineup's going to be at 5 o'clock. But you have to call, you have to pre-register, and uh, if you just want to observe, you know to get your launchers out on the sidewalk in time. That's always a good time. And man, it's so good to be two years later and pass this stuff. It is. It is. We're, we're rapidly moving, moving on. Moving forward with our lives and, and becoming uh, a community again that does things outside. But here's an here's an event that's going to be coming up inside. This is going to be skate night at the Rainbow Rink, and this is for the, the high schoolers and the, and the and the kids in school, middle schoolers. It's going to be April thirteenth at Rainbow Rink, and the admission is only seven dollars. That's that's as cheap seven. as it was when I was at United Skates of America back in the day. Seven dollars, and that includes skate rental. That is really a good. So game. yeah, I mean you're you're getting your admission, skate rental, and it's going to be a, a fun night. I'm positive, and that's going to be April thirteenth, and I hope that they'll have a great turnout over, over there. So are the age restrictions on that? No, didn't have, no. didn't mention it at all. Okay, I, I, so I would it, it wasn't just like. Junior high school, senior high school, and they mentioned Simmons. they it mentioned it's anybody. the last last event for the school year. So it is for the school kids. Very good, very right. nice, and uh, we love that they're still in business up in there and doing well. They are doing well, and more more people should patronize. You got a whole list of stuff going on, right? Oh, and we have we would be remiss if we did not uh, remind everybody uh, the Frontiersman Post seventy five forty eight this Saturday nine o'clock breakfast. At the Frontiersman Post. I am actually off this Saturday. Are you is this a date? Are you are you asking me to I'm inviting breakfast? you I'm inviting you and I will buy your breakfast because it's probably been three months since I've trying to been getting you there. Yeah. But I think that, that's my schedule, but thank goodness I do. I don't want to get up there. Maybe they'll let us do a, like a remote podcast from there. We can talk to some of the folks preparing sure. the food and have some fun up there. That'd be nice. Yeah. That we could we could probably plan and at least bring bring the stuff, bring the equipment. Now you remember the last Time that we talked about this, they sold, they sold out. out. That was it. They were they were up. Oh, I'd like to take credit for that, but it's their food. It's their food that did it. it, it it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. And for eight dollars, you get such a variety of great breakfast uh, meal prepared with love, and they do such a great job. Uh, it's at thirty three Elgin Street once again, and that's right behind where the old Delaware Lanes would be. 
right behind the new Parkview Apartments. That's perfect. It's, it's, it's even local. You could walk there from, from your door. I could. I, I, could. I would have to bicycle for my location, but, you know, you're, you're much closer than I am. Bikes are good. You, know, you could even drive if you wanted to, but, you know, it's... And you know what? Uh, I, I was at the council meeting last night. Uh, we, we had some things going on, but uh, the fella that uh, operates the company there that got the last acreage was there. What a nice gentleman he is. Yes. Indeed. And uh, it, tell, Mr. Gard, more? Chris, yeah. Christopher Gard, um, he's going to be getting a contract with the city to buy the last six acres of land up there at uh, Spalding Park. It's going to be a mixed-use light industrial company. Uh, he has a few people that he is interested in leasing uh, to. As soon as he gets his buildings set and its schedule, uh, of course, you know that. Everything is in steps, you know, we have to, you know, propose it, it has to be approved, it has to be posted in a newspaper for three weeks in a row, and then the uh, city... Red tape, red tape, It red is, tape. but it's, it's moving along at such a rapid pace these days because the park's open, all the approvals have been met, there's no, you know, business to conduct, you know, other than, you know... They don't need to do any testing. They don't need to do any remediation anymore. That was all done in the past. That's so, um, yeah, Christopher Gard, great gentleman, great businessman to have uh, moving into the city of Tonawanda. And uh, I'm sure his buildings will be beautiful. We had uh, artist rendering of one of them, and they, they just look wonderful. They, they don't, it in. does not look like Spalding Park is going to look like a the old industrial parks from like the 60s and Late fifties. These I, buildings I are that. very, very attractive. Uh, when you drive by there in a few years, it will look completely different because it's going to be fully occupied, and there's going to be people working there. Yeah. And it's not just boom. There's a big brown building. No. Well, you look at you look at the building that's up there now with the big glass frontage and the beautiful lights Milton and the Cat. fencing. What a gorgeous just, place. It's beautiful, and all these you look at all these drawings. This this is. Modern, brand new, yes, uh, and and much of it very uh, green friendly type buildings, and it's it's really it's awesome to see. It yep, really and energy efficient because you know we need to control our energy costs in order to remain competitive. You just can't have the old the old ways of you know building maintenance and just steel sided buildings that are just not energy efficient. No. So they have so many different ways to, to build in some efficiency along the way, and it's great. Now, I was, again, I was at the council meeting last night just uh, you know, watching, and I noticed, and 16 resolutions came up. 16 resolutions had been discussed, and everybody on the council approved everyone unanimously. There's a real, that for me, as, as, as a taxpayer, as a resident, that really it gave me a smile in my heart because I see that everybody is working toward the same goal, and um, positive. We have very a, positive. We have a positive. We have a positive working relationship with each other, and it and it extends to the fact that we are serving the public good. We are doing good for the public. That's why we were elected. Um, probably. When we sit down and we have a lot of information given to us previous to when we vote on things, uh, 
that's on that's on the, the the city clerk and his staff. They give us so much information. We get emails back and forth, and we can ask questions. And uh, so there's a lot of behind the scenes and prep before that even meets the we council. We do we do a we do a lot of homework, if you will, on on what uh, on what we're coming up with. Another thing that we we brought up at the uh, council meeting is um, Dick Roach passing away. Yes. Yes. Uh, our, uh, I know that you were you were close to him uh, in a few different uh, ways, but one of them was the uh, the fire police. Yeah. The uh, Richard Roach, uh, uh, nicknamed Roachy. Um, he is when you join the volunteer fire department, um, you can serve five years or ten years, and then you can go to what we call exempt status. That's where you're still a member but you're not responding to fires. So you are considered exempt. And then there's the activists, and these are the folks that respond every call. Uh, Richard Roach was the longest serving active volunteer firefighter in the city of Tonawana history. Over 60 years of continuous active service. And uh, a few years back, he was honored at the State Fire Academy in Montour Falls as the oldest and longest continuous service of fire police. And if you don't know what fire police is, it, it, it's, it's a division of the fire department so that real police can take care of real police work. Um, they give the fire police police powers while they're activated so they can control scenes and secure scenes. And then when the emergency is over, they go back to being regular civilians. Well, he was responsible back in the day for developing the uniforms and getting patches and policies and procedures. And then he went back on the fire lines. And then he came back onto the fire police. I want everybody to know he was an active firefighter all the way through to being 94 years of age. Wow. Uh, his response during COVID had to be a little bit less. There were some mobility issues, so he moved into an uh, advisory capacity, but still remained very active. Um, what so a wonderful resource. I, it just... There, there is no measure of this person. So his, his highest rank uh, achieved was when he was in the fire police, he was the captain. And uh, he is, his badge is being retired. So uh, FP18, uh, Captain Richard Roach, uh, is going to be laid to rest and acknowledged and uh, respected as a, as a loved member of the community, the fire department and at his full rank of, of captain. And he deserves so much more. Um, there's a lot of uh, pressure on his family right now. There's been more than one tragedy in the last seven days in the family. Uh, they're dealing with, with loss. And well, they, they definitely are, need our positive thoughts and, and, and prayers towards the Roach family. But, uh, yes. You know, Richard, you're, uh, you know, you, you've gone home, and, and thank you for your service. And... Uh, you know, FP18 will, will live on forever. So thank you. Thank your family. Because it's not just the volunteers. It's the families that are at home when those volunteers leave the door. They don't know if they're coming back. It, without the families, without support of the families, there's nothing. So to Richard, his family, um, you know, much respect and much love. And you'll stay in our prayers. And, of course, just... Uh, yeah, thank you all so much for your service. Yeah, we can, we can never thank We can never thank fellows like that enough. Uh, for their for their service to the community, and he certainly did put in his his yeoman's work of of work sixty years. Yeah, uh, he was a member of the uh, Niagara Hose Company Number no. Three. Okay, um, and uh, he was a member of other organizations here, I believe the VFW and 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 some other organizations that are here. So it's uh, you know all those organizations are uh, 
missing him and, and are going to be wishing him off. You have you have other news that that's there. There's so many different things that are coming up, and we're going to try to highlight a few in the uh, in the uh, little five little minutes that we have remaining in this broadcast. But also at the uh, council meeting last night, the city of Tonawanda playground committee uh, was approved and named. Uh, I just want to mention them: Natalie Boyard, Melissa Duquette, Lindsay Zilski, Jenna Knapp, Jesse Knapp, Chris Pelosi, and Kristen Schmutzler. So those folks are going to be uh, meeting and hopefully uh, putting together some ideas about our uh, local playgrounds, and I wish them the best. It sounds like they're well underway. Um, We're still looking for people to help staff Parks and Rec. Yes. So please, if you know anybody that's looking, Carl's going to give you the information. <clears throat> we need kids that want to come out, they want to work, they want to, you know, they'll start to learn a trade, they'll earn a paycheck. And work in a great city with a great staff. Seasonable laborers at $15 an hour. Uh, the best part about it is it's uh, Monday through Friday. No weekends, no holidays, you know, during the summer. So, you know, you can count on that. Uh, and the main webpage to get a hold of any information for that is TonawandaCity.com. And so for 15 bucks an hour for a summer job, yeah, wow, yeah. cut some grass, paint some lines. You know, and uh, I don't know if that ties, the, uh, uh, I don't, does that tie in at all with any of the community service requirements for high school? I don't know, but I'm sure there's there's things out there that they could connect with. Sure. There's lots of organizations involved. Community Cafe uh, is back for the Salem Church. That's going to be on April 9th at 11 a.m. And the food is going to be goulash, salad, a nice roll, and some brownies. I am sensing a Hungarian theme here because there's goulash, we got galumpkis going. What's going on here? It's very nice. And Frank, you're going to like this once again. The donation, it's requested. $2 donation. Oh, come on. $2 donation <laughs> for some goulash salad roll and a brownie and, and, and maybe a beverage as well. And of course, Salem Church is at 114 Morgan Street. So get yourself over to uh, Salem Church on the 9th. 11 a.m., that starts, and uh, we're all right. Now, we know that not everybody, you know, and we make light because these, these are small fees for that. Not every family has the ability to afford good food, and we're, we're blessed to have several food pantries here in the city of Tonawana. Right. But just a reminder, for folks in need, um, there is help out there. The first Friday of every month, uh, our Tonawana Salvation Army, right down here on Broad Street next to the uh, pharmacy, uh, they do a food pantry, and I think lineup starts around ten o'clock. About ten, yeah. And but, yeah. Uh, the, the Mondays, Wednesdays, there, and Fridays, and the first Friday of the month are their big, uh, their big distribution yeah. days. And, and the, the big food truck comes in from the uh, food pantries of Western New York, yep. and feed more. So feed, feed your parents, feed yourself, feed your kids. Yes. Um, that's why it's there. If you need it, come get it. Um, if you uh, if you're going to make donations, please you know non-perishable goods is what they take from uh, residents, but perishable goods they, they are brought in right from the vendors because yeah. we want to make sure everything is food safe and, and so forth. But it's it's terrific. Uh, they love doing it. We got a lot of volunteers that are up there doing it. But if you need it, that's there. Uh, St. Francis Church has both a food pantry and they also have a clothing closet. So those resources are there, please. Uh, you know, avail it. It's there for people that need it when they need it, and when you don't need it, well, then you can chip in and help somebody. Chop something off, and yeah. Big Mike, Big Mike's uh, little pantry on Roosevelt, 
right there at Roosevelt and Grove or right in front of Fire Headquarters on uh, William Street. Also has a little food still pantry for us. Thing. Still doing their thing. I still have a pile of cans for them to pick up. I forgot to call in for my address. It was on me. It wasn't on them. But uh, just so uh, Big Mike, you know, uh, if you send me a send me an email at thetalkoftonawanda at gmail.com, Carl and I have uh, about six garbage. No, I got a few here that I brought in. Probably about eight good bags of cans to go toward that. They'll love that. From us to you. So shoot us an email and we'll let you know. One last thing before we go, folks, is uh, the fundraiser for the uh, Newman family. Uh, Tom Newman, uh, council member, First Ward, City of Tonawanda, passed away unexpectedly from COVID. Uh, and the family is having a fundraiser uh, this Sunday at the Tonawanda Bowling Center. And if you want to call ahead, um, you can go ahead. They're going to have a basket raffle and some other fun things going on. You can talk to uh, Mr. Willie Davidson, who's a great friend of the family, and his phone number is 716-799-5818. And it's $25 at the door. There's no pre-sale. Uh, just get your ticket right there at the door. And we hope to have a great turnout for the Newman family for that. Now, Tom was also, he was a member of uh, the Tonawana Fire Department, right. and I, I got a little request uh, earlier um, from, from the chief. We are always looking for volunteers in the city of Tonawana Fire Department. It doesn't mean that you have to be of the capability of you know, putting on bunker gear and fighting fires. There's all sorts of different divisions. Uh, there is rehab, there's emergency management, there is the fire police division. Uh, there's all sorts of different support staff. There's something that everyone of every capability can do. And volunteerism has been suffering around the country. But right here in our community, it's a grown community. There's a lot of young families that are moving in. Consider taking some time to volunteer. You're not tied to specific hours, but, you know, if you have any availability, stop by 44 William Street here in the city of Tonawana during normal business hours during the week and ask for an application for the volunteer division. And uh, they will help you through the process. And, of course, we'd love to have everyone that can be on every, the team. Every, everybody is welcome. Absolutely. So uh, we have, uh, I, I'm regretting it, but we've actually reached the end of another how? fine and bubbly. I know. We how? Have, it, the time flies when how you're did, how did number e, How did number 11, it just seems like we just started. Because we're, we're thinking time. about Golumpkies at Joey's, that's why. Oh. It could be that, but uh, it is possible. You know, um, uh, if 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 you want to meet Carl and I, uh, we we might be out at some of these establishments here and there. We'd be happy to talk with you and hear what you you think about the program. Uh, you can shoot it in the email as well, the talk of Tonawanda at gmail dot com. Uh, but you know, you can always talk to us and and let us know at what breakfast you're uh, this Saturday. Breakfast this Saturday and uh, over at Joey's and over at TC Wheelers. Maybe Carl and I will get up there and we'll do a little. Uh, a rhetoric back and forth. How do you look dressed up as a ventriloquist mannequin? Do you Very well. Could, I, 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 could, I could pass it off. You think we could pull that off? I think so. All right. I'm going to have to get out my clown shoes and squeaky nose. All right. And, uh, we, maybe we can do that. But thank you again for joining us. And <laughs> we're still amazed <clears throat> around the world. Uh, people listen to our little, our little podcast out of our uh, studios here in the uh, Clinton Business Park. And uh, I just, uh, the Clinton Business Center, sorry. And uh, well, we'll just thanks so much, Carl. Some parting thoughts. Yes. Please be safe out there. Be kind to one another. Watch out for motorcycles. They're on the roads again. So, 
you know, give them give them a chance, you know, to uh, you know at least share the road. And a lot of bicycles and kids are now starting to ride their bikes around now. That so, uh, please be careful. Please loud, be careful. Watch out for the other guy and be safe and be well. Yeah, loud pipes can save lives. Alert drivers save even more. So again, on behalf of myself and Carl, I want to thank you so much for tuning back in again, and we will see you next week, God willing, for episode twelve of the Talk of Tatawanda. <laughs>